everybody welcome to football in general it's rob case and trevor koppel hey trevor what's going on <laughs> oh you know not too much uh literally not not too much <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's good we keep it light around here you know we just talk about football all the time 24 7 even in my sleep um what'd you think of the hall of fame uh you know i'm i was pretty uh you know, pretty excited for it. Uh, some really deserving inductees this year. Uh, got to finally celebrate the inductees from the year before. And uh, it's just one more step closer to football. So, got to mm. love it. I'm sorry. Did something happen the year before that delayed the Hall of Fame from yeah. last year? Or? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, must be something small. Could have just, you know, somebody slipped on the carpet going up there and ruined the whole thing or pants fell down or something ct related um <laughs> you know uh, i i thought this class well let's talk about 2021 2020s kind of a mixed bag and uh it's a it's just too much to really discuss to be completely honest with you in terms of who got in and how they picked it and whatnot um 2021 i thought it was a pretty strong class what'd you think uh, i mean of course uh really strong class when you've got people like uh, Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, John Lynch. I mean, these are just amazing uh, football players of our day. So, Right? Yes. Anytime you, you put Peyton Manning's forehead in any conversation, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but in all seriousness, Calvin Johnson, I mean, I just want to start off with him. Like, was my, well, I didn't say childhood, a, a teenagehood. Let's put it like that. Like, what my favorite receiver coming out of college when he went to Georgia Tech, my favorite receiver in the NFL, probably one of my favorite players, just to over, like made the word beast relevant in the dictionary again. Right. <laughs> is is that fair to say? No, I, I think absolutely. Um, he, you know, I, may, I mean, people feel free to to write into the show and correct me if I'm wrong, but I it, he really did seem to like pave the way for that style of wide receiver you know, just insane speed in a huge package that could just not be covered, uh, mm. especially in the end zone, just go over anybody and uh, and come down with it. Um, like uh, like Randy Moss if he was heavier, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, he's, you know, it's hard to discuss football uh, in the, uh, you know, late 2000s uh, early 2010s without bringing up Calvin Johnson. Yeah, he, that's his era. I mean, and he was the best receiver for like several years. <laughs> you know, like, and I feel so bad for him. They never won a playoff game. I mean, the poor guy. Yeah. You know, um, and the alliance. You know, I heard an interview after the Hall of Fame induction, and apparently he still has a lot of bad blood with that organization. Sorry, that crap organization. Did I did I say crap? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, you know, you got one of your best players you've ever had. You, you're barely relevant because you're just in a major city and you won't make, you know, you won't 
kind of meet somebody in the middle who was part of your franchise for several years but just was burnt out and hurt at the end of it sorry right <laughs> i just no that's 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 a, that's a no in my book so um <laughs> it's a no for me dog it's a no for me dog yeah <laughs> sorry get off the stage uh charles woodson what uh what a they list him as a safety he didn't he played corner but that's that's interesting uh god what can you say about charles woodson uh, just amazing player you know i mean yeah i i uh i hated him when he played for the green bay packers because <laughs> he was insanely good um yeah i mean and and and, and i mean i think that uh, people understand what I mean when, like, you, you, you really the the more somebody gives you a good reason to hate them for being good at what they do, uh, the easier it is to like appreciate how great they were. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I've got lots of fond memories of, uh, you know, having a problem with how great this guy was. <laughs> God, he was so good. <laughs> it was it was so good. I don't know if he was ever like a true lockdown corner. He probably was, but like I. I don't know if he played an era where people weren't throwing to lockdown corners or throwing at lockdown corners, like when Revis was really good or like um, Ty Law or some of these guys. You know, I, I feel like they were still testing him and he was just killing quarterbacks. I mean, the guy would get like seven, eight interceptions a year and return like at least one of them for a touchdown. Um, yeah. And he was really good at Michigan too. <laughs> like, Big time. really, really good at Michigan. Um, your boy, John Lynch. Now, so uh, John Lynch is another, uh, you know, safety that, uh, I mean, he was he, he was part of a huge uh, Super Bowl team in Tampa Bay and just, uh, you know, really played at a high level for mm. almost 20 years, um, yeah, maybe 15 years. But, like, yeah, he's, uh, he's such a big part of what football was then, and he continues now. You know, I think he's doing great things uh, mm. with San Francisco. Um, that's a tough division, but you know I, I think he's finding a lot of success uh, through all phases of his career. Um, so pretty pretty great to see him uh, recognized along with these guys. Yeah, that iconic Buccaneers defense with Warren Sapp. Warren Sorry, it took Sapp. me a second. I, yeah. I can't. Huh. Yeah, well, I'll save my feelings. Uh, Derek Brooks, amazing, another Hall of Famer. Uh, Rondé Barber yeah. is on that team too. Yeah, that, that was. Ah, bah. Uh, <laughs> I've tried. Thanks, Shelton Corals, um, Simeon Rice. I don't think I'm forgetting anybody else. Uh, was that guy Dexter Jackson <laughs> that won the Super Bowl <laughs> MVP and he was never heard from ever again? <laughs> Just <laughs> race off, like you know, where in the world is Dexter Jackson? So please send out an SOS in a bottle or something. Um, you know, yeah, just a really good player. He he made so many sticks throughout his, his career, like. You couldn't throw the ball over the middle because he would just kill the person. Like, literally just murder him, you know? Just such a great era of football from the mid-90s to the early 2000s. Um, Alan Fanica, I, I love offensive line play. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know him. Oh, people probably heard the name, but they're not really familiar with him because he's an offensive lineman and he's a fat guy and I'm a former fat guy and I like fat guys. So here I am. <laughs> fat guy's anonymous. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, just what can you say about him? He made more than 10 Pro Bowls. He was all pro several years. Really good run blocker. Played for some really good Steelers teams. 
uh, Twilighted with the Jets when they were relevant at the end of the 2000s, and then just like briefly with Cardinals. Uh, any thoughts on Mr. Fanica? Fanica? No, only that it is always fun to see uh, an old lineman get into the Hall of Fame. Um, yep. They're, they, you know, they're, they're so often uh, underappreciated during their careers. Uh, so mm. when one of them gets the ultimate uh, recognition for the sport, I think it's really great. Um, Drew Pearson. Uh, admittedly, none of neither of us grew up in the '70s. Were born there or anything, but me just being a, a straight up, <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't traveled back in time to watch the Cowboys specifically play or anything. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not. No, uh, not my favorite teams of the '70s. I can go deeper with like the Vikings or the Raiders or the Steelers. Even the Patriots at the end of the uh, '70s were really good. The Rams, Broncos. I mean, the '70s were just a classic football era. Yep. Um, but yeah, Drew, Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson. Yeah. That's a name everybody knows, just like Bill yep. Nunn. <laughs> I'm glad you brought him up. Who is who the hell is Bill? I, I assume he's a '70s Steelers. So he was he was a '60s, he, right? '70s, '80s, okay. '90s, '2000s, and 2010s Steelers scout. He's a, oh my like, god! He's like a Somebody's... you know, he was a Steelers scout for more than a half century. So <laughs> he's one of these crusty old NFL guys, just <laughs> <Yeah>. loving, <laughs> just constantly watching film and. God, walking on treadmills and eating hot dogs and stuff. I just, yeah. It sounds like a sounds like a guy that would be on the Steelers. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He was probably, a, I assume he was a big part of their their uh, the making of their dynasty in the 70s and being oh, relevant sure. to the Oh, sure. That's what 90s. I mean. To, to so, be with a team like right. that for that long as a scout, uh, certainly yeah. had a lot of success with uh, scouting talent. <laughs> right, right. Um, Tom Flores uh, won two Super Bowls with the Raiders. Uh, apparently, was most known for his uh, stay with the Seahawks. Um, and <laughs> yeah, right, go just Wikipedia or Google because you'll get the joke. Uh, you won't get it at the time. It's fine. Uh, you know, I, I I thought he was a really good coach in the late, uh, early '80s. Uh, you know, he really put the Raiders back on the map, and they just kind of like had a almost kind of like a really sustained dynasty from like the late 60s to the early to mid 80s because of him you know and john madden of course you know can't forget him so yeah, um, have that. right yeah gotta gotta include him and his big bus you know <laughs> <laughs> like just get on a plane you, you, you dummy um uh peyton manning and last but not least because uh you know his forehead it would take a whole hour talking about that but um in honesty Amazing player, um, a guy who was really good in the regular season, decent in the postseason for a long time. Had a Super Bowl win, almost beat the Saints when they were really good. Um, came back and played really well for the Broncos, but still struggled in the postseason. And even actually, his last year was arguably pretty bad. But he's such a amazing leader, you know. It didn't even matter, <laughs> and they had such a good defense that year. It really didn't matter, you right. know. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he had like a career year with the Broncos, mm-hmm. and then really fell off, but uh, continued to lead that team. So yeah, fifty-five touchdowns. In fact, yeah. you know, so um, just a, I mean, just a really incredible player. And you assume, you know, will be around the game in some way, shape, or form, either hanging out with Papa John <laughs> on the <laughs> sidelines, <laughs> which I was surprised not to see him in the induction. To be honest, oh I don't know where Papa John was, but uh, I thought Papa John got canceled <laughs> for something. <laughs> he missed his flight. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. 
you know, or like doing, he does some, uh, you know, ESPN plus, he does some really amazing um, film studies. Right. With some of the, right. the well, current players. I yep. didn't, uh, I didn't see it live and I didn't catch the whole thing, but I, I saw a little bit of what he had to say and he had some really encouraging words about uh, the future of football and, and uh, how the fans have always been in the control of, of what the sport can be. And, you know, it's just fun to hear someone uh, who's done as much as he has uh, speak about the sport. So, Yeah, he's just a good ambassador. And Big I think time. that's what makes Big him time. really good. And Right. And he's some guy that maybe you can, you can send overseas and sort of spread the word of the NFL. <laughs> it sounds like he's like a prophet or something. Like, you can spread <laughs> the name of the NFL, you know, like he's not that like that but i mean <laughs> but it's in places where it's not big like in asia or europe or something you know he can just people everybody knows paint manning I, I think that's fair to say you know oh big so time. he's extremely recognizable yes um, yes forehead i mean right face <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good stuff <laughs> um all right oh well so that's the 2021 hall of fame I, I think there's some interesting candidates for 2022 but there's so many of them there's really no point in going over them. I only had one guy I want to talk about in the 2020 Hall of Fame, if you're okay with that. Sure. Just real quick. Um, uh, sorry. I, uh, I, Isaac Bruce. Um, there's a list of guys here. Really, you could pick one out, Trevor. I just, I was, you know, I was, I grew up, I was born in early 90s. So I grew up watching these prolific Rams offenses. And Isaac Bruce was, like, so good. He was so underrated. And he was—he stretched the field. He really opened so many things up for Warner and Falk and and Holt and Azakim and like Ricky Prohl and all these random guys. Um, he was, but he was so good and so clutch in that Super Bowl they won. Um, and and um, I, yeah, no, I, I always loved Isaac Bruce. If if you look yeah. at a, like a highlight reel just from that season, uh, yeah, of Isaac Bruce, it, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, the guy was a huge talent, uh, really an, an acrobatic pass catcher uh to yes. put it mildly um so just you know one of those players that's so much fun to watch uh in fact uh that that'd be a good one to go back and watch is that uh rams uh rams titans super bowl was such a good one right I, I highly encourage you to go on youtube look up nfl um throwback and just any of those they have tons of like that 1999 rams uh season right. like condensing the 20 minutes and it, it's incredible how clutch this guy is because against right tennessee in that super bowl like you said or i said and then um they played i think they played tampa in the nfc championship game that year and he had a super clutch catch in the fourth quarter and then um i may have played minnesota in the divisional round i don't know if that's i can't remember um i think so uh, you would have to go wikipedia that or something somebody correct right. me right. <laughs> i don't know but just was incredible, and really he got overshadowed because Torrey Hole would make these amazing, crazy throw, you know, catches. And Marshall Falk was incredible, but Isaac Bruce never got his 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 due. And I'm yeah, glad well, he got and it. And that's what so, that's what really made it the yeah. greatest show on turf. Right. It's like you know, Isaac Bruce is the guy that's actually being outshined uh, because it's <laughs> such an amazing offense. Couldn't, that's a fantastic point. Yes, that's why everybody listens. to Football in general, because that's you get the you get the, the takes and the scoops, <laughs> um, right? <laughs> um, I just yeah. I, the rest of this list, like I said, we could go over it, but there's really not much more here. 
Yes, uh, I mean, uh, there's Steve, great players. Steve Atwater, what a talent. Congratulations. Steve Atwater. Uh, you're welcome, yep. our Denver Bronco fan listeners. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I love Steve Atwater. He's a guy that – it's funny. When you, when I think of Steve Atwater, I think of when he hit Christian Okoye. Um, <laughs> and it just ended his career. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Totally ended Christian Okoye's career. Like, you never heard from him ever again. <laughs> like that was it, you know. Just right. send him back in the backfield. Like look up that clip on YouTube. Steve Atwater hitting Christian Koya. I guarantee you'll be like, oh my god, I could see why that happened to him. Like it didn't end him and like didn't hurt him. It just it was so it was like the um uh was it was like the Bo Jackson running over uh, Brian Bosworth play. It's like he's gotcha. Not, he's never he's never gonna come back from this. Completely you know? shook his confidence in his job. Gotcha. Correct. <laughs> yep. Yes. Um, one last guy. Sorry, Steve Sable. I think we were, think we were speaking of NFL films indirectly. Um, oh yeah, this I, is a really cool one. You know, it, for me, and I know you'll have something to say about him. Uh, Ed Sable, Steve Sable, the Sable family. Uh, only re- one of the reasons I really got into football when I was a kid is because I was watching ESPN Classic at six o'clock in the morning, watching NFL Yearbook, the Football Follies, <laughs> um, all the NFL films, videos, movies many documentaries I could possibly watch you know we really owe it NFL media and we owe what we have on YouTube and in the archives and everything else to this guy and I don't think there would be I wouldn't be a fan of whether it's sort of Steve Sable I'll say that very bluntly oh know? I mean I, I completely yeah. agree it's a huge part of what made me get uh, uh, you know really into the NFL when I was young staying up late watching the reruns of NFL yearbook uh, yep. and just geeking out to even you know even in the 90s there was already so much history so well documented and so well presented because guys like uh, Steve Sable had been doing it you know longer than Bill Nunn had been scouting for Pittsburgh Steelers like that's, that's <laughs> and that's saying something um, uh, so <laughs> yeah I mean you hit the nail on the head so well documented and like you know these camera angles guys in the, like 1960s they got guys in the sidelines they got the zoom-ins they got interviews of people in their homes like i remember one i watched i actually watched recently they had uh, jim marshall from the vikings they interviewed him in his in his home in like aspen colorado right <laughs> and he's like sitting next to a fire to really you know it's amazing how they made these guys seem so human and so like uh superhero at the same time you know when they showed him on the field um but really the reason we can go back in all these archives is because of a guy like steve sable you know um so all our football geeks like trevor and i <laughs> are bowing down right now to a to a man who really needs to get more credit you know big so time, big time okay well that was fun i'm glad we were able to talk about that um uh, yeah. so folks right so season one uh season one excuse me week one of the nfl preseason is going on and it's still going on as we speak <laughs> so we won't get to it this week um you know it's the first week of preseason that we're not going to know enough watching it um we'll try to find some time next week in terms of talking about week one and two it's only three weeks week two is arguably the most important given given the current landscape so instead we're going to give you guys a really decent or long however you want to look at it uh fancy quarterback ranking so that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Trev, how can we start a list of fantasy quarterback rankings without starting talking about Patrick Mahomes? Well, I, I think that is the logical place to start. Um, you know, some people will debate the you know who is the clear cut number one. Um, 
I, I still think it is Patrick Mahomes, uh, especially if you're just taking a cold uh, fantasy perspective look at it. I think he's the safest quarterback uh, in the whole group. So, Yeah, uh, no debate, number one. Um, not sure where you take him. It, it's kind of interesting with quarterbacks. People will get so antsy, like they have to take a good one early. And that's not really true. <laughs> you know, if you played football, fans football, maybe like once or twice and you've gone to a live draft and you haven't pre-raked your players and sat there not attended a draft, you please stop listening to this podcast if that's the case. Get the <laughs> hell out right now. <laughs> um, like, but seriously, um, you know, it, it, it's uh, you know, Pat Mahomes is amazing and he's going to have another good season and he's got an easy schedule. So he's number one. This is simple as that. Um, number two in a lot of people's books is Josh Allen. Why is he number two, do you think? Well, I I think people are expecting him to keep getting better. Um, you know, uh, I think I think their offense has improved every year that Josh Allen's been the starter. Um, so people are just kind of uh, embracing what, what they've been getting there. And there's really no reason to expect anything less in terms of a fantasy season. I think mm. when it comes to the team's trajectory and who Josh Allen is, it's much more debatable on whether or not they're going to find more success than they've had so far in the postseason. But when it comes to a fantasy perspective, I think there are, uh, you know, some pretty safe options and uh, Josh Allen's one of them. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to be top five. I'm not sure I put him in there. Two seems pretty legit. And by the way, we're using fantasypros.com. Um, and so this list is based off 150 uh, experts, quote unquote. 152 <laughs> experts. Oh, I'm sorry, 152 experts or nerds, however you want to look at. <laughs> so uh, there's some people with Harvard degrees in here, I'm sure. Not me, but you know, there's there's the nerds in there somewhere. So there's you get it when there's sports now. There's always nerds. So um, you know, I look at his schedule. He plays Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, open up the season. Tough, tough slate to start, but really nice in the middle, and then bad towards the end in terms of playing some hard, hard teams. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like his schedule is gonna be harder this year, and I, you know, they were un, un, the Buffalo Bills were unreasonably healthy last year. You know, that's true. Um, so yeah, right. So I don't, I, I'm not sure I could put him in. He's probably a tier two for me, to be honest with you. But uh, I think he's still a great player. Um, and as you heard me last week, I get a, you know, I think he's good. I think he's not only he's earned his money, but what player has other than like <laughs> Mahomes and Brady <laughs> and Rogers probably. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Josh Allen for you. Okay. This is a surprise here. Number three, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, big jump in year three. So I, Murray. I actually do like this, uh, optimism about Kyler Murray. I think, uh, I think that team is going to make a real go of it this year. Um, Kyler Murray, you know, maybe he hasn't had the same uh, fantasy success that Josh Allen has, but he also has just gotten better every year under center. Um, so I, I think that people are going to get Kyler Murray to fall a little bit farther. Uh, but if you're the one who snatches him up, I think you're going to be really happy with uh, with how your quarterback plays. Um, big year for Kyler Murray. Yeah, I agree. Dual threat. That's all I can say. You know, yeah. um, 
you have to like the dual threat quarterbacks. I mean, you don't have to like them watching them. Uh, I think a lot of fo- pure football people don't like dual threat quarterbacks because they kind of run around and, you know, it's not, not the way the game is supposed to be played. Well, Bill Nunn, whatever the hell your name is. Uh, right. <laughs> what, I don't know, whatever that Pittsburgh Steelers scout we keep picking on. <laughs> uh, like, uh, you know, this is the way the game is is now. And like that leads us to Lamar Jackson because he's an obvious top four pick you know for quarterbacks right so he's he's a dual threat as well and uh and he's going to be a good fantasy option um he'll be a better fantasy option if they can get him to to really uh i I don't know evolve more develop more with the throwing game um i think that's kind of where his ceiling lies is uh is uh you know the the passing game just hasn't been there yet i think the pieces are there so it could always show up you know um, but, uh, but yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to get you a boatload of points with his legs. Yeah. Yeah. And art and, and honestly, in my opinion, if he can like throw between like 17 and 20 times a game, like that's your best option for him. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. You know, he, I'm looking at stats right now. It's not that he can't complete the passes and I'm sure he can. It looks like other than a Pittsburgh game here and there, uh, new England, which they lost in like a torrential downpour. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, when he's when he's throwing 12, 17, 107 yards, two touchdowns, ninety four yards rushing, one touchdown, thirty points in fantasy. You know, and then the rest of these, like he's throwing more than thirty times in the other first part of the season, and he's getting between like fifteen and like twenty five points. Um, so I don't know, man. My my thing is like, yeah, he's twenty four. He's still gonna be. He's still gonna like, you know, develop. He's got potential, but. It's kind of boomer bust for me, for Lamar Jackson. You know, um, I'd be. I, I think you should pick him in the top six or seven quarterbacks, but uh, no, I don't think he should throw more than he should. Right. I don't think he should throw more than twenty times. Well, honestly. and I don't, don't think he's going to develop past that. We're looking at so. this list on Fantasy Pros, and uh, right. we're just about to get started on on what they're calling Tier Two. And, right. and my my first thought is, any one of these Tier Two guys. Could, could be tier one. Well, it could be tier one. Could be better than Lamar Jackson this season. Um, right. It it it's I I wouldn't break him out quite so quickly. You know, we've got Fair. four and then another four. When I think that the next four, uh, you know, maybe they are trending towards the bottom half of that top eight. But uh, I would not be surprised if Dak Prescott was in the top three at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, because he's capable of it. You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he. I hope he comes back. Um, man, he was good last year before he got hurt. You know, right? But but the same goes for, um, you right. know, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Um, these guys could do as well as anybody we've talked about so far. Uh, they're right. just a little more of a long shot, barely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we may Dak. We'll get back to in a second. Can I say something about Russell Wilson real quick, please? Okay, I don't, you know, I, I mean, he was really good in the beginning of last season. I think if anybody had Russell Wilson on their team, I mean, he was probably the best, was he the best player in fantasy for the first, like, eight weeks? Something like that. He, he, he was really pretty good. much was. Yeah. And then he wasn't <laughs> in the second half. And, like, he asked for a trade, you know, he didn't ask for a trade. And then he's got, you know, he's trying to make a brand. So that's, like, him and Sierra. I think even Sarah got COVID, right? She's she's like in the hospital or something. I I I don't know. I I just something tells me Russell Wilson's not 
going to be on that tier two thing. I feel like he's worth dropping down a little bit just hey. because of some, some things, distractions, no, and, un- and, unrest. And that's when, you know? that's when it can be a real smart pickup. You know, if I see, yeah. if I see Russell Wilson, you know, yeah. going after Jalen Hurts, it's like, I'm, I'm going to scoop him up before I scoop up, you know, Matt Ryan. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah, when, uh, when, when guys with that much potential slip because they had just haven't done it in a while, uh, that gets really tempting. Could be a good – that's a good point. You know, that could be somebody to keep an eye on. You Maybe you just um, favor it or something in your little, you know, the draft live draft, and then you just kind of keep them in the back. And maybe – I don't know when he would go. Probably, like, what's around six, seven, eight, something like that. I think that's when these guys typically go. Right. So, um, yeah. And Rodgers. God damn him. Uh, God damn him. He's going to play <laughs> he's going to play for the Packers again. Can't stand it. Um but uh yeah, I mean, I'll probably uh I'll probably draft him because uh you know, if if you know, with any of these guys no matter which uh team you typically root for, you just got to go with the value when it's there. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he might not be top 5, but he's going to be top 10. Um so, you know, draft him accordingly right um yeah i mean he's just gonna have a good season. yeah he's gonna, he's gonna have a good, have a good season, season yeah. so yeah and 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 you, you know he's definitely like you said could be tier one if you swap him for lamar jackson or whatever he had sure. a bad season yeah that that makes sense to me so 48 touchdowns last year i mean well, that's I what, what i mean like he, i mean this <laughs> this this could you know? be his year um yeah I don't want it. I don't want his year to be this year, but it could be. And so, if uh, if you get him, you know, as the tenth quarterback drafted overall, like you did pretty right. well. Justin Herbert, like him a lot. Uh, Big I, Justin Herbert guy. That's that's who I am. <laughs> right. I know. I know this about you, Rob. And I I do think uh, I think that you can expect uh, growth from Justin Herbert this year. I think he's going to be better. Um, whether or not he's going to be a whole lot better is uh, a big question mark. But I, I think it's safe that he's going to be at least as good and probably better than he was last season. And if that's the case, you know, he's, he was great last year. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Year two uh, for a guy like this in a new offense, um, same receivers. Yeah. Count me in for Justin Herbert. I well, don't know where and, you'd want to pick him, but love him. So <laughs> I, I think he's on a team that can keep itself. So, it, you know, that's another really tough division. Um, right. And, uh, and they've got a tough season, but I feel like it's the type of team that can stay in these tough games, which means he's going to, you know, a pretty exciting offense. There's going to be lots of, uh, you know, attempts to, to score late in the game. Um, Gee, so Willikers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just think uh, Justin Herbert is a really safe one. For yeah. uh, for how much we don't exactly know about how his second year is going to go, so I, I yeah I think it'll be good and yeah like I said having Mike was Mike Williams Keenan Allen forgetting some other people oh uh, Jalen Guyton and they had another receiver just a bunch of home run hitters other than Keenan Allen I mean Keenan Allen's probably the best route runner in the game you know right so it's got everything he needs to succeed I don't see why he wouldn't be amazing in year two uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, t- the leadoff tier three, Ryan Tannehill. I had to say that twice. Do I had to say that three times? 
<laughs> right, I know. You, um, you expect this guy to be on. in the top two or three every time you see his name, but uh, uh, here we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know quite what to say about Ryan Tannehill other than they're going to have Julio Jones and and Brown and another team that was kind of like unquestionably healthy last year. Oh, I guess they got to hope they're just as healthy this year. I mean, they won a lot of shootouts. Tennessee did, so they threw a lot. Right. You know, actually, but people don't realize. Even though Henry ran for two thousand yards, they, I mean, they're in like 40, 30 games quite a bit. You know. Right. And, so, and that's what I think uh, people are expecting here is, uh, you know, defenses are still going to really have to commit to the run, uh, no matter what the game situation is. Uh, they'll always have to be defending the run. Uh, right. And so with the addition of a guy like Julio Jones, having him on the same offense as, as uh, Brown, uh, right. I think they're expecting lots of uh, passing yards from Tannehill and more touchdowns than last time. So, Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And I think I, – I don't – I still don't think Tennessee will have a good defense. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I, I think they're going ha- to have to fight to stay in games. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so he's a good tier three, probably middle of the pack, because I can't believe they put him ahead of Brady. But maybe there's something we don't know about Brady. Uh, but Tom Brady is right behind Tannehill. Um, yes. hard, to, hard to ever see Tom Brady and Ryan Tannehill mention the same sentence, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're, we're talking about fantasy football, it's just what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, do you, I, do you expect him to regress? Tom Brady? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I I don't think it will happen. Uh, I, I've I've expected him to regress every year since he turned forty. Uh, he takes it personal because yeah. he's older than forty, <laughs> right. uh, and now I'm starting to take it personal. Like, why can't I get myself <laughs> in that kind of shape? Uh, I'm only, only thirty six. Uh, <laughs> oh, but no, uh, for the ladies out there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. But I think every year people are saying, surely this is the year that he just can't keep doing it. Um, right. uh, you know, e- even with how insanely passionate he is about taking care of himself and how much the game has changed to protect quarterbacks, age still catches up to a person. And so I, I think that. You know, there's just I think every year there's a little bit more of uh, uh, an expecting eye that uh, that he's just not going to have enough bounce in his step to be mm-hmm. as good as he's always been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think it's a legitimate um, comment to make. Like, uh, okay, Antonio Brown, like another team that was really healthy last season. I think Godwin got hurt. Um, but like Evans was really healthy, Bronk was healthy. Um, they were just winning weird games, and then they got in the playoffs, and it was gangbusters, which is right. not surprising. Right. Well, so, and, and now you know. you're bringing that whole starting roster back. Back, um, right? So he'll, ha- you know, it's year two for this group right. together. Um, so I don't think you'd be surprised if they're terrific again, or even better mm-hmm. than they were last season. Um, yeah. But uh, you know. That's why we watch, right? We'll find out. That's it. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, a surprise entry in the Tier 3, but not really when you think about it. Um, really easy schedule, considering they play Dallas, New York. Well, Washington, of course, that's going to be tough. Um, but, like, Atlanta, I mean, Kansas City even, Detroit. Ugh, Jack, yeah. <laughs> the Chargers, I mean, 
the Jets. I kind of like Jalen Hurts. I could see him sneaking into like higher tiers once so, he um, kind of gets rolling. You know? I, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a great player. Um, yeah. Whether or not he's going to really work out for fantasy owners uh, in terms of him doing better than expected, I, I think it's entirely dependent on, on how they're going to call this offense. Um, right. As, as long as they're letting Jalen Hurts play to his strengths, uh, mm-hmm. I think that he could do very well. Um, yeah. But if they're going to try to, I don't know, force him into a system, I, I mean, I'll, we just haven't seen it work yet for Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, not not to my satisfaction. So, yeah. um, but I do think that, uh, you know, if the, if the Eagles know what they're doing, they're going to get a lot out of this player. Yeah, and Devontae Smith. As long as he's, I guess he's been nicked up in training camp, Devontae Smith. So I like, heard something about that. Um, yeah, yeah. And they got, got J.K. Uh, Kriga Whiteside, I think his name is. They got um, Jalen Rager, Zach Ertz. I don't know if he'll play. Um, but, anywho, I, I think he's just going to be pretty dynamic. Uh, and I, you know, these Alabama quarterbacks always kind of surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, I, and especially well, oh Alabama, right, Oklahoma too. Right, okay. O- I meant to say Oklahoma, but he played for Alabama as well. But you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. He's yeah. The, he's yeah. that quarterback that played for OU and <laughs> right. Alabama. Right, right. Uh, like he was like a Heisman finalist at least two yeah. times. Um, yeah. So uh, as, the potential's yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, they got good guys around him, and they'll probably suck. So they'll have to be in, in games throwing or doing something dynamic. Wait, did he win the Heisman? I think, he, like, I think he won the Heisman and then was a finalist two more times, something like that, something crazy. Um, I will have to uh, Google yeah, it while I'm doing that. Uh, Matthew stuff. Stafford. Go yeah, ahead, Matthew so Stafford. Here we go. Matthew Stafford. Uh, this, this is the one. Uh, of course, any of them could, but this, to me, stands out as the Tier 3 quarterback that could easily be uh, up in the Tier 2 conversation. Um, I, I, I'm... This is one of the most exciting uh, personnel changes in the offseason for me, Matthew Stafford, mm. uh, out of Detroit, um, because, uh, you know, it, it there's no guarantee that this is going to be suddenly the, the winning formula for Matthew Stafford, but I'd really like to see it that way. Um, I think he's just a, a really underrated player. He, he, as good as he is, as good as everyone recognizes him to be, um, he's just never had you know a career in the postseason. Um, and uh, and I you know th- this could be an MVP caliber year for Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah. So I, I'm really excited about this. This is someone I'll definitely uh, have an eye on in drafts. Uh, you know, if I if I'm not able to draft. Uh, one of the first few quarterbacks picked, so and just a a fairly easy schedule uh, in terms of passing. Now, once again, well, he does play Chicago and Indy right off the bat in Tampa, so it's like, but Arizona, Seattle. I, I just don't think Arizona is going to have a great pass defense next year, especially right. with like Trainer Jones right. going on. Right. Detroit, Houston, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Arizona again. Seattle was so bad against the pass last year, and they did hardly anything to fix that. I don't, yeah, and so Seattle, um, yeah, I could see Matthew Stafford doing pretty well in this offense. It's pretty much made for him. Uh, 
he could sneak into a tier two conversation for I, sure. I think so. Yep. Um, so yep. th- this is someone that I'll, I'll actually have like, uh, you know, starred, flagged, whatever you want to say, uh, watch listed mm-hmm. uh, going into my drafts. Joe Burrow. Joey Burrow. Joey Burrow, right? A guy that was unfortunately drafted by the Cincinnati <laughs> <laughs> and just got absolutely murdered his first year. I mean, and they uh, did hardly anything to protect him in his second year. It's IP. I don't know. It says tier three. Uh, I'll sneak him down because I mean, they got Jamar Chase, but apparently he has been very good in, um, in training camp. So I'll sneak him down to tier four. I just can't believe it because I don't think Cincinnati's a good team. I, I, I They're so... You know, just so many holes. I don't think they're – who's their head coach there? Uh, former quarterback. I can't remember his name now. Um, you know, I don't think oh. he's a great coach. Huh. Good, yeah. yeah. can't think of him either. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, and I, I, I don't – I mean, he was a really good coordinator in, um, in uh, uh, L.A. There we go. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, not. this is a fantasy football conversation. I'm sorry. But that has a big impact. I just don't – I don't think yeah, – Zach Taylor. There we go. I don't think uh, he's going to have a very good season. <laughs> so we'll see. In a hard division, I mean, they play in Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. That's six games. Like, I don't want – I wouldn't start Joe Burrow, you know, in any of those <laughs> games. Um, unless he can come out and look good. I, he's not going to get you fantasy points for a two or three conversation, you know. Right. So Matt Ryan. God, he slipped. Boy, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if you play fantasy football – and you ever drafted Matt Ryan on one of his off years, which always follows a really great year, um, <laughs> you just, it's like, I don't think I can ever draft him again because I drafted him yeah. the wrong time. Um, and uh, boy, what's that a disappointment? Um, so, right. you know, I mean, it, it, it's always, you know, where are you drafting? You know, hopefully, Matt Ryan's not your, your QB1. If, if it is, then you must have really killer. Uh, wide receivers and running backs and such. Um, well, you, you know, and, and since you brought it up, let's be honest here. I mean, like, could you win a fantasy football season with Matt Ryan? I don't know, man. Um, okay, <laughs> there's well uh, because I, mean, I think I think it'd be one thing if he was consistent, but Matt Ryan's good to like screw you yeah. over once or twice with like a Oof, zero, right. per, like a like a two point performance. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, well, you know, they're playing New Orleans, right? And New Orleans is going to be gutted. And right. then Carolina. If that's four, that's is, four games. It is an easy division. You know? um, right. And he, and he does have Tampa. that, that uh, Kyle Pitts uh, tight end. Right. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they played Philly. They played New York. I, I could see. Now, I think you could win a with Matt Ryan. I mean, granted, he oh, wouldn't yeah, start yeah. every game. You're you're making a case for Matt Ryan, and I, I still just can't. I can't, uh, I can't draft him. Sorry, Matt Ryan. You're, Sorry, Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, you're listening. Your conscious just can't. Yeah. Um, here's a guy I would really be interested in, but I think he might not get drafted at all in any draft. Trevor Lawrence. I feel like he could be a kind of a – I mean, obviously, maybe not first year, but they have so many guys he's going to throw to. They're like Etienne, they have James Robinson in the backfield, DJ Chark. Um, you know, they, Marvin Jones. Did they pick up Marvin Jones? No. No. Yes. <laughs> well, Help me so out here. When I, uh, well, <laughs> pick me up. With, yes. with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I think there's a lot of potential there, but if if you're going with a guy like Trevor Lawrence, you need an insurance plan. Um, right. He could he could end up just one. like Joe Burrow last year. 
um, not finishing the season because because he plays for a new team and then things just don't go well. Um, right. But like you know, you just don't know. They got to play. Uh, they got to play the Colts twice, um, and those are going to be really tough games uh, for a rookie quarterback to play. Um, so yeah, the the potential's there, but I, you'd want a solid backup to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's not a QB one. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, that's a you that would you would have to really mess up to get there. I mean, you're in a, if you're in a twelve team league, hey, like, you know some uh, of these you know some of these guys, you know, they take over these crap hole teams in these dynasty leagues, and they got to do the best <laughs> with what they can get. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's a shout not, out somebody. Not I'm not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> Somebody sounds bitter. Thank you for fantasy football therapy. <laughs> this is why, yeah, man, you open it up. It's therapy for me. It's therapy for everybody. You go ahead and talk as much as you want. So it's it is your forum, Trevor, to, to cathartically uh, get better. I, I want to know what the right word is here. Anyway, um, I want to jump down. Okay, sorry. I, let's just mention them. So, uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins. Uh, another. He's like the Matt Ryan of. He's he, another Matt Ryan. He is another yeah, Matt that's Ryan. That's pretty. Um, yeah, he just kills you sometimes, and sometimes well, and like just I, do great I, things. I think sometimes he does get a little disrespected in the fantasy world uh, because there's so much uh, a lack of of success in the real world. Um, his mm. fantasy points are usually much better than the Vikings are actually doing, um, and, and of course, it's a team sport. It's not always fair to put it on him, but I certainly don't see Kirk, like if, if Kirk Cousins is your guy. Um, something probably did go wrong in your draft, or or you've got even more optimism than this Vikings fan does, because um, mm. uh, he's just not going to be a great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, and you know their defense will be better, um, right? So that's good. And, and, well, At least you won't I, have I to feel like you force throws. I think there's know? lots of good fantasy options uh, on that offense, but uh, somehow Kirk Cousins really isn't the best fantasy quarterback. You know, obviously Dalvin mm. Cook is uh one of the best running backs you can get and that's a, that maybe that's a big reason why uh Kirk Cousins isn't uh uh you know pumping up those passing stats more or more passing touchdowns um and you know I think uh Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson these guys are going to be great fantasy options as well but uh Kirk Cousins hopefully is just rounding out your bench Here's here's my my hot take, Kirk Cousins. Here's his first uh, eight games: Cincy, Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland, Detroit, Carolina, Dallas, Baltimore. Um, I'm not saying you should take Kirk Cousins as your first quarterback. I'm just saying it's not a bad idea to have him on your roster to start him to maybe start him in the first half of the season. So I think he could have a really good start. No, and it could, and it you depends know? on. I mean, it like. I mean, if you were going to, say, pick him up and Justin Fields, thinking yeah. Justin Fields could be your guy by the middle of the season, um, yeah. then, yeah, I could see. I mean, you're, you're, you're relying on, on more than one thing working out for you. That, that's never as good as just a sure thing. But, uh, but it's a strategy. <laughs> right, right. Very true. It's a good strategy. Let's, let's jump to Derek Carr. <laughs> He's your, like – you know, free agent quarterback probably. I think Derek Carr might have a sneaky good season. Uh, so I'm starting you know, to see that. Why, 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 yeah. why are people getting high on Derek Carr? Tell me. Why, why are people high on Derek Carr? Um, you know, arguably, 
kind of a tough slate. Um, but he will be playing Kansas City, and he'll be playing LA, and tw- uh, four times in between the two of the, two of those teams. Um, yeah, Denver in division. Uh, you know, I just feel like Derek Carr. I don't think he ever has like this monster season. So I'm not saying he's worth drafting necessarily, but like keep an eye on him. You know, they could end up throwing the ball more than you think. And with some of their receivers, I feel like they're going to get open downfield. And I, I just think, you know, he doesn't get sacked a lot. He, he's durable as hell. Like, he could be a guy you just keep an eye on for agency. You need him one week, you pick him up. It's as simple as that. I'm not saying you draft him. But we'll see what happens, you know. Derek Carr, he's not going to win you any games. <laughs> I mean, not a, not a first. Not a <laughs> but we'll first. see. <laughs> could be really good someday. Uh, right, someday. I don't know. Right? Dynasty <laughs> League. I don't know. Um, another guy I just I would think we should keep an eye on um, is Tua Tungavailova. Tungavailova. Vailoa. Tua Tagavailoa. Tagavailoa. Okay. Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, Demonte Parker, Preston Williams, Mike Isecki, Hunter Long. Like, just a lot of guys to throw to. And if he sucks, it's on him. Honestly, no. So that's 100%. the thing. Like I'm, you know? I'm seeing you know clips of him in practice, and it's looking it's great, really good. Um, yeah, he looks great. Personally, I'd probably this is this is my take. I'd probably scoop him up before Kirk Cousins or Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, I, I I have that much expectation on him. I think he's a little low on the list uh, uh, where I'm seeing him below those guys, um, and I think he's got a great deal. Did uh, did they work things out? With the cornerback, did yep. I see something about that? Yeah. So yep. Yep. Uh, uh, so Xavier Howard is thank back. Thank you. Xavier Howard is yep. going to play for Miami this season. It's it's a done yep. deal. Um, so I I think the Miami Dolphins are in for a big season, um, and that you know things are just working out for Tua right now, and I, I think he's going to have a good season. I think so too. A little sleeper. Just keep an eye on him. I mean, like you said, you take him, you put him on a, a like QB two on your um, your roster sort of deal. Yeah. Um, Another sneaky season, I feel like maybe, right? Maybe. Because I don't know about this player. Honestly, he was he was so horrible in his decision-making last year that, honestly, Denver should have been a much better team if he wasn't playing for him. Uh, Drew Locke. The only reason I say that is because Pat Shermer is the offensive coordinator in Denver now. And with Pat Shermer as the Vikings offensive coordinator in 2017, um, Kirk Cousins was the seventh best quarterback in fantasy. So I don't think there's any reason he can't be good. He's got Jerry Judy. Um, they got a really improved defense, which means he's going to get the ball in his hands a lot. They got a really good running game. They got Melvin Gordon. You know, they got the guy from North Carolina. Um, Pat Corlin Sutton, Noah Fant. Uh, it, it, you know, once again, if if he doesn't, if he's not, he doesn't have to be elite, but if he's not decent and he's got Pat Sherman and all these, these weapons, he's, He's bad. <laughs> he needs to get out of the league. You know? Well, and that's what I mean. If, if so, you're picking him up, hopefully he's a yeah. stasher. Um, right. I, I'm not even sure he's the starter. Um, uh, maybe not. So, I mean, it, it's been a couple of days since I tuned into the K-Fan. But uh, things had kind of been going Teddy Bridgewater's way last week, I thought. Mm. So, mm. Um, we'll, we'll see who the who the quarterback's going to be in, in Denver. And, and perhaps one of them could be fantasy relevant. I, I think that uh I think that the uh the weapons 
uh, are going to improve from last season. Uh, I think Noah Fant's in for a bigger year than he had last year. Um, right. But uh, we'll see. It might be old Teddy Bridgewater. Old TB. That's right. <laughs> Is there any other quarterbacks you see um, somewhere on this list that you may want to touch base on or just talk about briefly? Or how do you feel about, like, Fitz Magic? I, th- I was about <laughs> to say, I was about we to say, it's, even... it's always fun to see oh, if uh, if he has a favorable matchup on your starting quarterbacks by week. You know what I mean? Like, like roll yep. the dice on Fitz Magic one time this season because you never know when he's just gonna kill it. Uh, <laughs> so kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah. there you go. At least it was your bye week, anyways. You had to put somebody in there. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I always keep my eye on guys like that. You know, when it comes to your number two quarterback, you start looking at how their matchups uh, complement your your number one quarterback's matchups. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you got to keep an eye out for guys like that that just occasionally really uh, bust their ceiling. So, Right, right. Um, my last one I want to touch base on, not just because I'm a New England Patriots fan, but because I think, well, you got the easiest schedule in terms of playing teams that just are not going to be favorable against quarterbacks. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Mac Jones combo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I Cam's going to be better this year. And he oh, had 12 well, yeah. rushing touchdowns last year. So no, it's not I, like... I think he'll you be know, better. It's his second year with the team. Hopefully yeah. no, no more complications from COVID. You know, right. we, we say that for for every player that we're trying to rank. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Cam Newton could could have a real good year, you know. Um, I, I think this effect of... Uh, you know, you know, our our optimism that a really great player can bounce back uh, wanes a little bit faster when it's one of these dual threat quarterbacks. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. can can he really be, you know, Cam Newton from 2015 or whenever the last time he was he kicked ass? Um, we'll we'll see. I think I think he's definitely going to be better than last year, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he has to be. He can't be worse. I was about to, I, I don't want to put it that way, but it's that way. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he absolutely has to be, um, you know. And and at the end of the day, like, I would be remiss as a Patriots fan to want to see him play. But honestly, like, I don't I don't even, I don't want to get in this discussion because I just hated the season we had last year so bad. But um, they just have a really favorable schedule. They got a lot of weapons coming in, and he just can't be worse. And I think. You just keep an eye on whoever's the quarterback there, and if they're good, like because the running game's really good and the offensive line's really good, then you just you may want to just pick them up because Josh McDaniels is really good offensive coordinator, and I don't think their weapons are worth looking at, but I think the quarterback might be, <laughs> or Damian Harris, you know, if anyone. So, oh boy, well that's our that's our list, man. Do you got anything else to say about these QBs, sir? Uh, just that, uh, you know, not not yeah. I'm just noticing here that the. The two uh, Denver quarterbacks that are battling for the starting position uh, don't even crack the top 32 quarterbacks in fantasy oh football. So, you know, lots of room for improvement uh, from the uh, quarterback play from Denver. 
<laughs> well, you just you just gotta keep kicking stabs at them. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, that's that's about yeah. it, you know. So, uh, I might also keep an eye on Sam Darnold. That's my last thing. And Trey Lance. I know that's like we throw out a bunch to keep eyes on, but you always kind of like watch if you're wanting to win money in fantasy. You're watching the waiver wire, whatever position. Anyway, I don't care who you are, and if you're not, you're lying to me. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we well, just keep an eye on Sam Darnold because we don't know who he know, is. And, and when it comes so. to non-fantasy quarterback conversations, uh, of course, we'll be keeping an eye on Deshaun Watson and oh. uh, discussing mm-hmm. whatever develops with that situation. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Um, hot take: He's not going to play. No, I, I so. don't think I don't think he will. Um, I'm sure yep. he's going to pop up uh, in our uh, conversations in general. Um, but ah. uh, I would not huh. draft Deshaun Watson right now, unless nice pun. Unless you've got uh, a crystal ball, <laughs> he's going to pop up in general. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you see what I did? Um, <laughs> I see. Yeah. So next week we'll talk more about the wide receivers. Well, we'll talk about the wide receivers. We're going to talk about it all. Have we? No, briefly, very briefly. Maybe we'll do a little bit more deep dive on them and some tight ends. Um, and then um, preview some or talk about some week one, week two, preseason, any scuttlebutt and the usual stuff we do on here. So because that's, that's what we do. <laughs> uh, I'm at Bobby Law on Instagram. We're at, fo- at Football and General Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Trev, where are you? Uh, at Trev Geo Dude on Instagram. Okay. Uh, if you hit us up, make sure you do so. We're obviously on Facebook and all the other major platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pod serve you found us on here we appreciate your downloads listens subscribers we're over 123 downloads uh, in total as we speak and that's really good for a podcast that we just kind of picked up so we appreciate the <laughs> listens and everything else and uh we're just having fun here yeah. so all right uh other than that we're out <laughs>